Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. I am one of your hosts, Tim Poma, along with <laughs> the lovely Kathy Anello. Kathy, good morning, my dear. How are we this morning? Is oh that fantastic? You know what? I feel like it has obviously been ages since we've seen each other, and it's so funny because Usually, seeing each other would mean, you know, we're having lunch, we're hanging out, but you and I see each other on Zoom. Like, I'm going to be real with the people. And we talked yesterday briefly, hadn't talked for two weeks, uh, both of us living just an incredibly busy life. And I'm so excited to be back on the air because, you know, that's one of my happy places. So, yes. I do know oh, yeah. that. <laughs> I do know that. I know that the, the listeners probably miss us when we're gone. Well, I certainly hope they Oh, a hundred percent they miss us. <laughs> yeah. I like to tell myself anyways. <laughs> you know, I have I know that both of us get super busy. Uh you know, with me it's been tons of work. Uh I'm in a new relationship, which I'm very happy to <laughs> chat about later. Hello. <laughs> um and but it has been a wild whirlwind. And I've got myself in all kinds of different avenues. I'm finally starting to break way into, like, doing video editing for lots of different people. And Mm. that's where I find a great amount of joy. It's very artistic. And um, it's way less painful on the joints and the body than painting houses. So I'm super into it. So it's it's been a lot, though. I think I have been to five festivals this year, three music and oh, four music and one um, sea urchin festival that took place in Little River. And it's just been nonstop, late nights, lots of videoing, and I'm ready for, uh, I don't know, whatever's more to come. Let's go. Well, I mean, I'm super grateful that it's summer and we're allowed this sort of time to, like, I've also been staying up really late, sleeping really hard, not wanting to get up in the morning, which is not ever my norm as far as getting up, but just been really cozy and enjoying that sort of morning time. It gets really hot during the day, so it's like you only get this little window of cool breeze, and uh, I just think that life, again, I'll say it again is moving at an accelerated pace and we're able to fit so much into these 24 hours that we get every day or that we're not even really guaranteed 24 hours, but we wake up with the intention of living for another 24 hours and we, uh, and we cram a lot into that time. And to do that, I feel like it takes a level of focus and dedication and, um, commitment and showing up for yourself and showing up for others and all these components to a day, self-care and fun and, you know, bliss, joy, concentrated work. I mean, like the levels of life is so incredible in 24 hours. So I just feel like I just cannot get to a place past hour 24 where I'm like, I'm good. There's always something going, always something to do, always something out there on this next 24-hour day horizon. It's a trip. Uh, don't mind me. I'm tripping on that whole time No, thing. I mean, I literally am looking at my schedule over here of important dates, <laughs> and it's like every single weekend is, like, booked with something. 
There's a yeah. couple that aren't yeah. yet, but it's like, and even during the like the week, there's like things on it, and I'm like, how did I do all that stuff last week? How did I do all that stuff? I know I didn't sleep a lot, but that's fine. Sleep is overrated sometimes, I have, right? I have two weeks in August where I'm trying desperately not to fill those days with out-of-town excursions or anything. I just want to sit at the lake. I went to the lake last night. I've been there, you know, probably 35% less than I was there last summer just because of my work schedule in, in town. But I went out there last night, and there was this most beautiful peace that I felt come over me when I hit the road, the Blue Lakes Road. And I got to my place, and I you know, was watering plants, and I was just sitting there by myself relishing in the summertime, the flowers, the spring, the, the sun going down, everything about how that area is sort of magical. And I thought, I gotta get, I gotta get here. I've got to just get here, park my car, and not have to leave for a minute, you know, and have that sort of vacation time before the other storm hits in September. So, and well, I mean, I'm sure it was like very <laughs> beautiful and very necessary for the soul. I mean, you have that beautiful space over there, and if you're not going over there and using it, then it's kind of like, what, yeah. am, what do I have this for? I'm actually at that place with my art studio because I have been so busy. It's like, what do I have this place for? But then I go down yeah. there and I need it. And I, I like, honestly, and, yeah. I have no idea what I would do with all of the things that I have in there. <laughs> I've like, understood, understood. What do I, where do I put this stuff? But obviously, you know, the goal is, is to end up in there and be able to work always without having to have the burden of making ends meet. And, you know, we kind of had a brief conversation about that uh, last night or two nights ago um, about how it's, it's kind of a challenge out there right now for a lot of people. And I'm, 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 I'm watching it on all different forefronts, you know, and seeing the, like some of these events that I go to, um, I, People are there, and they pay a lot of money to be there, but they're not shopping. They're not. They're not buying yeah. a lot of stuff. That's, and that's valid. It, it hard times for sure. And also, I feel like uh, you know we we, ha- we owe it to ourselves. And this is a little bit off topic of what you were saying, but we owe it to ourselves to take this time to go to a festival, to spend a little money, to to treat ourselves well. And I just think that, that time has not allowed us to even stop and smell the roses, so to speak, to keep ourselves and treat ourselves well and in all these regards. So I, I just wanted to encourage people if it's, you know, today is July the 12th. So I don't know when this will come out, but shortly after this. And what are you doing for the next eight weeks? Before Labor Day. Like, that is literally where we're at. We have six weeks till Labor Day, probably only 30 days till school goes back for a lot of people, for their kids. And you're like, that's it? This is, this is it? So I really want to encourage people and have been encouraging people to just, like, let these two or three weeks, and I have a lot planned in the next two or three weeks, so I'm super excited about that, but let this be the time. Go ahead and allow, you know, in Europe, I just want to say one thing. In Europe, they do eight weeks vacation. Eight weeks. They just, like, shut that Sign shit down. Up. Yeah, you don't have to go to work. Just, like, you get to hang out and have holiday. And they 
fuck the beaches and they dine and they do so many things. Not everybody takes eight weeks, but the majority of vacation is an eight-week period. I love that theory. I want it in America. <laughs> That's it. So here's an interesting thing. Like, why why does America not care or seem to care about the amount of vacation time we get? Because there's other countries that do that same thing, right? Right. Where it's oh, like you get, they... you get this – do they understand the importance of, like, self-care and well-being and, uh, like, having a clear mind or – having the imagination after you come back from an eight-week vacation of being like, oh, I figured out how to do all these things because I stopped doing what I was doing in order to, like, think about it. Wow, that, that's a key component right there of having that eight-week period or six-week, four-week or two-week to just evaluate and say, what do I even want September, October, and November to look like, you know, like, I, I find lately that there is a lot of value in pre-planning, even if it's only 12 weeks ahead. And so for me, I'm, I've been able to put a practice into place, which I've never had, of looking at the calendar, writing down what I want to accomplish, and then trying to follow through on each of those things. It's It's been... You know, it's all self stuff. Like you got to do it. It's all about you. It's about what you're ready to commit to, what you're ready to, to uh, leave out in order to commit to some of the things that you want to do. And yeah, it's just. Uh, I say, stop, smell the roses, and and get out there for a minute. I think that's great advice. A hundred percent, man. The roses smell good. Just take it, <laughs> take it all in. Enjoy the sunshine. I, I, enjoy the day. <laughs> I have a question. You know, now. we Yes, dear. I you know what I want to ask you and, and I if you're not comfortable with this, you can just slap me on the ask way. Away. Push uh, You're in a new relationship, you said. And I, I did am. know that last last show and we were sort of hesitant to even talk about it because relationships are um sometimes they come out of nowhere and I, I believe that yours did. And that is probably the most wonderful part about hearing these stories is that when you just know that I wasn't expecting this. It came from left field. So how's it going? I, so I have to tell you, I have found this sweet, wonderful lady that is talented, mm. ambitious. She dreams big. She's very, very impressive. And uh, she's got a great work ethic, which, you know, most of the people that I surround myself with all are very driven and motivated, uh, and they have big dreams. And so it's really a breath of fresh air. Um, we get along, all, like, on all fronts. We, before we started dating, we would talk on the phone till like, 3 in the morning and wake up exhausted. And I'm... I love I'm, that. I love me, that one. That's yeah, that's a goodie. <laughs> it, it reminded me of uh, like when I was a little kid talking to girls on the phone. You know, it's super late, yeah. hiding from our parents, and but now yeah. we're adults and we can we can do that. But I don't know if we should do that. But we just we we share so much, and I think that one of the the best parts of this is like the telling the truth, the opening up again to be vulnerable and allowing someone into your life. Um, And, you know, there has been several things that have occurred in the process of this. And 
I don't think she has ever been in a relationship where she felt validated for being able to tell the truth. And I encourage it. Like, we should talk about these things. You know, like, we should never go to bed angry with each other or anything like that. And so we're we're walking through this process of what a good relationship looks like. And if I was really to tell the world what makes a great relationship, I would say it's honesty and and being able to open up again and be vulnerable because I know that we all go through these relationships where our honesty isn't appreciated and we aren't validated in certain aspects. But in this particular one, it's everything that's said is important because obviously, I mean, I didn't just jump into this thing. I was courting her for a little while. I was like, hey, do you want to hang out with me? No. Hey, do you want to hang out with me? No. And then, and then, then all it took was one text message, and then we started talking, and, you know, it was like kind of a very interesting thing. She was flabbergasted that I was single, and I'm I'm like, yeah, this, you know, we live in a small town. I know too many people that know too many people that are attached oh to other God, people yeah. that cause all <sighs> kinds of drama, and I, so, of course. <laughs> Um, so we have been having a blast. She has been to four festivals with me and, um, we just, she loves to dance. The other day we came back from a festival. We got back to the house at like 10 o'clock and, um, I've started putting music on and we danced until one in the morning in the living room. It was, it was a blast. And I'll tell you what, these old knees of mine. I don't know if I should dance for like eight hours a day, but it would be really cool if I could. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love everything about this. Uh, you know, I do. I'm a I'm a relationship advocate. I feel like we don't grow without relationships, and, and not just romantic love, but but being in, in, in interpersonal and and interacting with humans is how we grow. Like. You just sit by yourself in a house all day and read a book. Yes, you might learn, but you're not growing because you're not being challenged. Uh, what I love about this is that I believe the universe sends us the people that we need to have in our lives at the time they need to be in our lives. And I don't think there's faltering from that. I have too much experience in knowing that. And so I love that about this because I know that by following your instincts and letting go of your fears around being in relationship. And, 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 you know, we, I know your history, so maybe some of the listeners know, but anytime you've been hurt or you've been jaded or you've been too vulnerable and burned or you've been ignored, uh, it sits with you and it keeps you in this cautious place for the next round because we're always going to have, people that we meet that we're attracted to. It's just life. And and so to go out there and say, I'm willing to try this again and commit to it and commit to the honesty that it takes to be in a healthy relationship because it takes blatant honesty. Like, let's face it, if you can't be yourself with a person, there is absolutely no reason to keep wearing a mask to keep another person happy. Like it's just, in my opinion now, in my life of experience in relationships, it's a ridiculous waste of time. 
And so I love that she's coming to the table saying, wow, okay, I'm able to be honest and I'm able to uh, recognize the fears that are coming up or I'm, I'm able to sit down and say, yeah, this is, this isn't working or this is working or what even saying this is working because you're putting yourself out there saying, I, I might love you, you know, and, and, and love is sorry, but love is just so many things more than just an emotion. You know, like it, I have this, like it just flows naturally. And usually when you get to a place of love that has flowed naturally, there's this magical communion and intimacy and excitement and, you know, wow, I'm just sitting here like, rain on me, rain on me, because that's really what we're no. all looking for. It, it, yeah. Or we're all, and not even looking for, I, I never look for it, but I I crave it. You know, we crave intimacy. We crave uh, somebody saying, you look pretty today. You crave somebody saying, uh, good job. Oh, my, I love your work. Oh, you're so talented. Or you know, validation, validating people, appreciating people, um, respecting people, caring about their feelings. Like all of those things are so um, magical when you're able to be honest. And that is the byproduct. Yeah. I don't know where that came from, but download, download. (laughs) I will take it. We will take it. (laughs) I feel like that was great. Uh, I I think that, you you know, like in a – relationship being your authentic self is very important because you don't want to show up fake and then it not work out because you weren't showing up for it you know like by being yourself in it and uh i mean part of it is just being in the moment right like living in that moment having fun enjoying yourself following your bliss and all that stuff but the other part of it is you have to show up for yourself like so not only telling your your truth to the relationship, but telling your truth to yourself inside of the relationship, which I think is a very powerful thing. Um, And at this point in time, you know, it's only been like we've basically been talking for a month and then hanging out for a month. And so now it's, it's like showing up for each other. And I have to say that it's, it's been wonderful. And she's an amazing cook, so that also helps. But we also cook we also cook really well together because, you know, like I love cooking. It's amazing. Okay, you make stop it right I, now. I, I, I can't. Okay. <laughs> I love this more than life. I love to cook and I just love when people are cooking together. Like that's one of my favorite, you know memories of a romantic relationship is cooking together and creating and then eating and just like all of it except the cleanup like i like to have the maid but even washing dishes and putting things in the dishwasher could be a fun event in a romantic relationship uh but it's and, and it's about you know that brings to mind for me the sharing piece of a relationship sharing a meal sharing a shower sharing a bed Sharing uh, our truest self, sharing our truest feelings, sharing our, uh, you know, our ability to include someone in our life. And, and I think that's a big piece because when you are in this situation, you're actually including them in your life. And at some point that filters out to your extended family and your extended friends 
and opens this circle of life for both of you because you may or may not have known, you know, each other before in, in that way, in, in your circles or your family. And literally the key to the circle of life. So it has to happen because that's how we sort of parachute out in the world because now all of a sudden I'm with you and I got to meet your best friend who knows this guy over here who's going to help me do, you know, like it's, that's why I know that for me that universal draw to someone should never be ignored, even at the risk of getting hurt, even at the risk of uh, it not working out the way you, you had fantasized about it working out. But but it's so important to follow it if it's that natural flow and that natural pull towards another human being. And often I push that away because I do take those sort of technical things into and, I, and I've been fucking hurt before hard. So, well, yeah, you know, I mean, haven't we all? That's that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that that's it's so important to be able to be vulnerable again, to open yourself up again to it because you don't know what you're missing until you have it. And obviously, I think that. We're both wise enough, and actually most of our listeners are wise enough to know what feels good or doesn't feel good if they get into it and they're being vulnerable and they're not being heard or not being seen or not being appreciated. Like, get out, run away. But, you know, like sometimes there are certain aspects of the relationship that keep us tethered to the situation, whether it be a condition that we've um, become accustomed to like a certain way of being treated and it just becomes like second nature to be treated that way. But I will say this, that everyone deserves to be treated like Kings and Queens, you know, like that's, that's my opinion on it. And I, I waited a long time before I really focused in on what I wanted because I'm, I I just don't, I didn't want to date. You know what I mean? I didn't want to, Mm -hmm like go through this whole process of being online and putting myself out there and being rejected a whole bunch <laughs> and like all this horse shit. I just wanted, I wanted to find like the closest thing I could figure out how to find that was like in alignment with everything that I'm in alignment with. And I feel like um, at this point in time, I would definitely say I found it and it's exciting. <laughs> Oh, my God, I just was laughing because I am the worst dater because I'm more of a relationship girl. Like, I've always, like, met somebody and been in some type of relationship with them immediately after. So when I date, I'm like, what do I do at the end? Do I, how do I end this night, you know, because I'm not going to be in a relationship with this person. So it's been a very interesting learned art, and uh, I'm getting better <laughs> at it, but I still – it's still, I still have a lot of apprehension when it comes to just dating because also I am not one who likes to hurt people's feelings, and it's very hard for me to let someone down. I'm just not good at it. Like so, I I will hide pieces of my true feel. Well, okay, I want to just cut my shit right off right there because I know that I will. No, 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 can't do it. I want to go switching gears because this is sometimes I forget I'm on a podcast and I will give way too much information out and. I ah. like to keep those fucking potents to myself. Okay, look at I'm blushing. Okay, but anyways, what I want to talk about is respect. And what we were, oh, yeah. I kind of sidetracked there, it's that respect in a relationship is like, it lets you feel like an equal. And it lets you feel heard. And it makes you feel important. 
because your feelings matter. And I think it is such a huge, I think it's one of the biggest pieces I, I have found now that, that with respect in a relationship for another person's feelings, another person's schedule, another person's life choices, another person's, uh, person's anything is so important because it allows you to see the other person if you're respecting them. You really see who they are because you have no choice but to respect their truth. I, I love that about I, my next, I agree my next more. relationship. You know, like I know that that, that yeah. would be a huge component for me. I definitely would say that we respect each other immensely. Um, not only that, but uh, I know when I say something, she's listening very intently uh, she's a business owner, and we'll get into that on another show. But uh, I, you know, I grew up in sales. Um, I worked at my parents owned a television store, so at very young okay. age, I was selling stuff. And then I went away to college and started working at Best Buy and became like the number one salesman in Best Buy for car audio and stuff like that. <laughs> and I, they taught me the psychology behind selling. So I, I'm talking to her, and I'm like, here's what needs to happen. And I, I lay it out. And what does she do? She sells all the things that I t- because of what I told her to do. And she's like, this was amazing. I'm like, I told you. And she, she just really appreciates my wisdom that I have, and I feel like she it's, values it's you. been yeah. – Yeah, she totally values me. And I value her too because – I've been in relationships where I'd be like, you shouldn't do that because of X, Y, Z. And they'll be like, no, I want to do it this way. And so she's not. And then what happens when they do it that way? Something wrong, something goes wrong. And, but <laughs> it's so, it's so like funny. A man. Be, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it, well, I mean, I think that yeah. all men desire <laughs> to be listened to, right? Like, but same with women, all women desire to be listened to. And, I'm I'm not opposed to if we are having a conversation and I say, hey, this is my idea, this is your idea, to to using her idea. I think that's what, like, makes the relationship so good is that I I don't know any better than anyone else. And we always say that nobody knows. And so men are natural born, men are natural leaders. They're they're natural initiators in the – you know, in relationships, it's it's usually that way. Uh, women are starting to become leaders. Obviously, there's many you know famous women in, in the world, but 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 nature has given us a man, and that's why I said spoken like a true man. But it, it is actually biological, you know, physiologically true that um, men are more more born leaders, and so I think traditionally. Um, women would follow men's advice and now women are kind of going, well, wait, I have my own voice. So it takes the dynamic of a man who has been sort of a natural born leader to say, maybe your way is this. And I love that you kind of added that, that it's, it's really important to, to own that masculinity and that truth. Cause I really like a masculine man. Like, like I'll take a masculine man over, over a passive man any day of the week. But it also takes that same masculine man to be able to come down to earth and say, we're just human. She's the same human as I. The same heart, the same fears, the same goals, the same dreams, the same bullshit. You know, (laughs) we're all the same. Take away the gender and we're all the same. (laughs) I'm not so proud and I'm not so egotistical to know that maybe my ideas aren't the best. 
You know what I mean? Like, and if someone offers a idea that is better than mine, I will gladly run with it. Because you know, why reinvent the wheel? You know, like we're we're very intelligent creatures, and we have the ability yes, to are. like overcome all this stuff. And like, yeah, I just I find it very fascinating that sometimes well we get stuck. I think it boils down to being in a place now, uh, relationship wise, of being able to take that leap and and trust your instincts. And I think a lot of people who have been hurt, divorced, broke up trashed, whatever the, the, the baggage would be that you're coming into a relationship with, uh, are in a, that, that our society and our sort of spirituality has evolved to being able to say, I can only show up as me. And when you do, and your partner does, it's magic. Like, it's real life. It's real love. Because when you think about love, and, and I'm going to get ready to close on this, but love is the ultimate truth that lies in the heart of every creation, right? So, so you have to always, you know, I go back to conversations with God. What would love do? What would love do? What would love do? And when you come into a relationship and you're in that situation where you're like, oh, I'm triggered, I'm feeling this, it's like I always go, what would love do? What would love do for me? in this moment, what would love to do for them in this moment. So go out and spread the love. That's all I have to say. <laughs> That's a great way to end it, man. And I wish love for all of the listeners out there, and we appreciate you listening. And, you know, give us a like, give us a share, give us a subscribe, and we would love you forever. I promise. Ever and ever. But here's the thing. I want to just do a little uh, – you know, just talk about we have been gone for two weeks. It obviously was because we just couldn't really get our feet off the ground to connect and in between vacations. We're going to do two more shows. Then we are going to take a season break, which I always saw like a television show in that sense. So that's like fulfilling one of my fantasies. But uh, so we'll be back and we will definitely be back next week. And I'm, I'm going to commit that right now and uh, talk more about this subject. My dear, have a beautiful day. Everybody that's listening, have a beautiful day and go out there and spread the love. Much love, many blessings, y'all. Peace.